Hello and welcome to From No Crypto to No Crypto. This is Blockchain Wayne giving you another cryptocurrency podcast. Today's episode is brought to us by Coincierge Club, mobile private key wallet and point of sale solution, helping to make purchasing easy, safe, and the overall process more efficient while costing less, helping to make cryptocurrency mainstream. All right, let's take a look at what the market update's going on. If you're just looking at Bitcoin, it looks like nothing has happened since yesterday. Now we saw this drop below 6,500 briefly. Back over 65, sitting right about 65.37. But the market cap is down slightly to 216 billion. Most of the bleed coming out of the top top 10 altcoins, uh, Ether, XRP, and Bitcoin Cash. Seeing the biggest drop anywhere from 4 to 6% over the last 24 hours. And this also brings Bitcoin dominance back up to 52.25%. You're looking at the charts right now. And what you're seeing is a symmetrical triangle that's formed. That is typically a neutral indicator. It's not bullish. It's not bearish. I had posted a poll uh, on my on a Facebook page from no crypto to no crypto, just asking what people thought it was going to do is, it, you know, because it keeps squeezing tighter and tighter. Are we going to see a breakout or is it going to drop? Uh, you know, looks like everybody that responded to the poll was bullish, but we'll see what happens. i uh, hoping to see some kind of action soon, hopefully to the upside, but we will see what happens uh, very shortly, I think, as the squeeze continues. And what a squeeze is basically means that the, the variance of the trading throughout the day is getting very tight. There's not a lot of swings. Typically, it's less than 2% uh, of, of variance is considered a squeeze. And it is trading extremely tight. Like I said, sitting virtually flat from the time I recorded this podcast yesterday. All right. So let's look at what's going on in the crypto news. The CFTC chairman says that two-thirds of fiat currency are not worth the paper it's written on. Now, we've already heard cases of this when you look at Zimbabwe, you look at Venezuela, you look at Turkey. A lot of those have had issues with hyperinflation. So here's what he had to say. So the head of the U.S. regulator Commodity Futures Trading Commission, CFTC, says sees Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies helping consumers escape fiat currency in the majority of the world by 2028. Now, Christopher Giancarlo described two-thirds of fiat currency as not worth the, the polymer or the paper they're printed on. And he said, he's quoted as saying, I personally think cryptocurrencies are here to stay. I think there's a future for them, he said. And he goes on to say there's 140 countries in the world. Every one of them has a currency. Probably two-thirds of them aren't worth the polymer or the paper they're written on. And those countries rely on hard currency. Bitcoin may solve some of the problems, whether it's Bitcoin or another cryptocurrency, but we're talking 10 years down the line. And I think that's a, that's a really good optimistic bullish outlook. Uh, remember, when you're getting into and you're starting this cryptocurrency journey, yeah, we look at the price every day to see where's Bitcoin and where the other cryptos are trading. But really, you've got to look long term. When, when, when we see mass adoption, it's not really going to be what it's worth, but what it can buy for you because you'll be able to use it. You know, you bought it as an investment vehicle, but you can also spend it as a currency, which makes it extremely unique. Uh, but it is the wave of the future. So uh, let's move on. What Next up in the news, Coinbase is back in the news. So they expanded their leadership board. On Tuesday, they added a Charles Schwab advisor, Chris Dodds, to its board of directors and tapped former Instinct CEO Jonathan Kellner to be its new managing director of Institutional Coverage Group. In one blog post, Coinbase CEO Brian Armstrong introduced Dodds, who sits on the board of directors at Charles Schwab, one of the largest brokerage firms and banks in the U.S. So Dodds is also a senior equity advisor for the firm and spent more than three decades in the financial industry to date. Coinbase, they're making big moves. They're not just going after your your retail investor, your, your everyday you and I, they're going after big institutional money. 
And I think Coinbase is going to be a force to be reckoned with. Keep an eye on what they are doing in the cryptocurrency space. All right. So next up. So Puerto Rico's Noble Bank International, they're known for opening accounts for the USD-backed token, uh, Tether. The USDT is, is the symbol for Tether and crypto exchange Bitfinex, which, you know, handles, which owns Tether. So they're searching for a buyer after Tether and Bitfinex canceled their accounts with the bank. Um, it's no longer profitable. They must sell for a price from five to $10 million. And most of that value is based on the fact that it's, uh, it has a Puerto Rico license for international financial operations. So Noble Bank officials declined to comment on the matter when Bloomberg tried to question them. And Tether and Bitfinex were not immediately available for con comments either. So interesting to see that play out. A bank cannot sustain itself because a crypto company pulled out. All right. So next up, uh, non-fungible tokens, also called NFTs, uh, rare digital items. Now, we, the most famous one we've talked about in the past was CryptoKitties. Uh, but if you, if you follow the podcast several days ago, actually, it was a little over a week ago now, I think, uh, the LA Dodgers issued crypto, <clears throat> excuse me, digital uh, tokens, digital bobbleheads to the first 40,000 fans at one of their games. Uh, so you see these things. I mean, they're going to be collectibles. They're going to be unique. There's going to be a set amount of them. So that's going to create some demand. It's no different than any other physical item where there's a limited supply, it's in demand, it's rare to the masses. So you're going to see some value come about that. So there's a, so there's a new challenge, you know, trying to, to figure out what the price is. So according to Devin Fenzer, who's a co-founder of OpenSea, that's O-P-E-N-S-E-A, it's a startup built as quote unquote an eBay for crypto kitties, not just crypto kitties, but crypto tokens. Now, uh, those non-fungible tokens, but CryptoKitties is the biggest digital collectible right now. But it's aiming to stake its claim more broadly as a platform for blockchain-based collectibles. The issue in mind, the company backed by investors like Founders Fund and Coinbase Ventures, is announcing a new feature Monday called Bundles, which allow users to sell multiple NFTs at a single fixed price. So you can buy a bundle of kitties at a fixed price. Now, Instead of just getting one crypto kitty at a time, you might be able in the future to buy a crazy cat lady starter kit. All right, having a little fun with that one. All right, so moving along, let's jump into crypto education. Now, I do have another news article I do want to talk about, but I'll, I'll put this under the crypto education portion of the podcast because this is a headline. So Google Fraud Fighter explains risk involved in boasting about owning Bitcoin. And I see this all over social media, guys. People are, are blasting, hey, I got Bitcoin at this price. I got it at this price. I was able to buy this much. You know, boasting is going to make you a target for not only just scammers, but hackers as well. Um, and, and Google is saying that, you know, they fight a lot of email fraud and abuses. Uh, so speaking to CNBC, Mark Risher said there is an increase in attacks against people who hold cryptocurrencies and wallets. Boasting about owning Bitcoin in public message boards can be quickly followed by criminal activities on their mail accounts. Now, I've even mentioned this in the past. Some people are not very smart and save their private keys when you set up crypto wallets in their email. Not very smart because how secure is your email? You want to get those off of a digital platform, store them uh, on a physical paper. If you want to store them on a digital format, store them on a USB flash drive and remove that flash drive from the computer but also at the same time have a physical paper backup because, you know, digital and, you know, digital backups such as USB drives can also fail or get damaged. 
Uh, it's just a case. So a mistaken identity or guilt by association, according to scammers are having a track of people's personal social media posts and other sources before targeting them as victims to email scams. So just be careful. Don't post about what you're doing, uh, what you're buying, what you're not buying, what you're looking at buying, uh, or, you know, it could be as simple as someone posting like, Hey, I want to find out more about mining. Next thing you know, you've got email, your email or instant message box filled up with people offering to have you join their mining programs. And 99.% of all the mining programs out there are scams. There are a few legitimate ones, but most of them are just a Ponzi scheme where they're funneling money in and out. I was having some fun with a scammer the other day that was trying to get me to invest in their mining saying I can double money in 24 hours. Now, Knowing anything about mining, that is not possible. Mining is a slow earn. You earn small residuals over time. Uh, but basically, they were telling me that they have been with that company for a year and a half and had mining programs, looked up the URL, and found that the URL was just set up last month for the company. So, the you know, it was basically a fake website that was just set up last month. So, protect yourself. Don't boast about it. Just be careful. We're seeing a lot of that going on right now. Also, so while we're on the subject of email scams and things like that. So one of the guys I follow on Facebook, his name is Sonny Hussein. And Sonny is a very knowledgeable trader. And he always is giving out tons of free content on trading ideas and doing live videos, showing the charts, asking questions, doing some education. And one thing he, he posted a couple of days ago was he got an email from Binance. And it was a fake Binance email saying that there was an issue with his wallet and he needed to do a wallet verification. And it looked legit, looked like it was from Binance, but it had a link uh, to click on to correct the issue. And that link was a phishing link that could have stole all the information if someone clicks on it. So please be aware. I mean, he's very knowledgeable. He knew not to click on any link from an email, uh, but most new people may not realize it, think it's legit and click on it. So protect yourself from me. I always type in the URL that I'm going to. And I type it in the web browser too, because another thing you want to be aware of is another scam that targeted Binance being the largest exchange, you know, scammers may use their likeness to scam people. And what happened a while back was uh, if you Googled Binance, one of the options was a fake Binance account. That was the, the URL was slightly altered to not be Binance.com. And if you clicked on that, entered your login information, guess what happened? They had all your login information. And that was used. Uh, those login informations were used to uh, manipulate some people's accounts because you're logging into a fake account and you're giving them your real Binance login information. So make sure no matter what website you're going to type in the URL. For me, I always go and I type in Binance.com. Don't take the shortcut. Don't Google it and then click on the link, you know, and, and make sure you're doing that to protect yourself. Don't ever click on any links that are in an email that tell you there's an issue. You know, just basically any links, you know, typically if it, if it's a website you're familiar with, Go to that website and you'll be able to find whatever information may be pertained in that email to see if it's legit or not. So that is it for our Crypto Education Corner today. Uh, all the news articles we talk about today can be found on our Facebook page from No Crypto to No Crypto. Uh, make sure if you haven't already, give the page a like. Uh, make sure you click follow after you hit like. And then when you hit follow, give you the option to select see first. This will make sure you never miss an update from our page, from our you know, never miss a podcast episode. And also, if you want to know a little bit more about getting started in cryptocurrency, I do have a book on Amazon just around the basics, just the basics to get started, what to do, what accounts to set up, who to follow, just the basics to get you started on the right foot. 
It's under the same name as this podcast, From No Crypto to No Crypto. It's a beginner's guide to cryptocurrency. <coughs> Excuse me. Beginner's Guide to Cryptocurrency. It's available on paperback and Kindle ebook. And as long as you get the paperback, you get the Kindle ebook for free. So that is it. I want to thank you, everybody, for listening in, and we'll see you on the next episode.